This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. So yesterday, we had the NBA trade deadline. Today, the NFL was like, Oh, we got your trades, all right. We got your trades. It's as if they just knew what we needed on a feel-good Friday. They knew that two draft nerds like us oh. would just eat this up, eat this tra- these trades up. Bam, we I got action. This. All right, we got action. I love it. All right, so. Yeah, I love it. This is great. All right. So, uh, the San Francisco 49ers. In case you missed it, you'd have to be under a rock to to miss it. The San Francisco 49ers have we'll jumped up to third we'll in the work. NFL. Oh, work. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You may be, may be busy. You're not like us. You're not on, you're not on your phone all day. Yeah. Uh, the Niners are up to three in the draft, trading up with the Dolphins in exchange for the 12th overall pick in the 2021 draft. Uh, a 2021 third-round pick, which... Sidebar is San Francisco's compensatory pick for the Jets hiring Robert Sala, which is a joke, by the way. Let me just go off on a quick tangent. The fact that teams are being rewarded for another team doing the doing the right thing by hiring a qualified coach who happens to be a minority and doing the best thing for their organization. The fact that they get you a reward in the form of a third round pick, which you could then flip to move up in the draft is ridiculous. But I digress. Anyway. Okay. Third overall pick in exchange for the 12th pick, a third round pick, and first round picks in both 2022 and 2023. Uh, According to Schefter, the Niners did not move up to three with a quarterback in mind necessarily. Come on now. They plan to hold on to Jimmy Garoppolo uh, with no plans to trade him. I'm just putting it all out there. But let's stop right there. Let's just just focus on the 49ers. Let's focus on the 49ers. Your instant reaction to the Niners going up to three with the Dolphins slash planning to keep Garoppolo. Instant reaction. Love it. It is ultimate chess playing from the San Francisco 49ers. And this is one of those rare cases, Mike, where an organization tells you in a statement what it's going to do and really pretty much means that's what they're going to do. Like this whole this whole thought of, hey, we're doing it to increase our options. That's exactly right. The one thing they didn't tell you is who they're going to get. But it really positions them beautifully if you go with the premise that Trevor Lawrence is going first to Jacksonville, right? We agree. Trevor Lawrence going first to Jacksonville. And then at number two, likely, likely, Zach Wilson at the Jets. We'll get to that later, too. (laughs) What's that? I what say both say? of those, both of those premises, both of those premises, premise, Lawrence to the Jags, Wilson to the Jets. I got thoughts on those two later, but go ahead. Okay. I, I don't want That's to right. what you're about. But, to but, but that leaves us with number three and number three, think about where this, the 49ers, this is an option route where the 49ers can go. Mm-hmm. 
Like, I'm going to go with the least likely and then bring it up to something that actually may happen. Forget about the quarterbacks for a second. Forget about the draft quarterbacks because a lot of people have projected one, two, three, or one, two, three, four at the top of the draft. How about this? What if the 49ers, through their back channel reporting, have said, we can get Deshaun Watson? Deshaun Watson wants to play for us and not Miami. Miami knows it. We know it. We're going to go up. We have an option to get Deshaun Watson. Houston can get his quarterback at three. That's a possibility. I think that's the least likely, but it's a chip. Not, but they got the option for it, right? They could also take a quarterback there, whether it's Justin Fields is their guy, Trey Lance is their guy, Mac Jones, I don't know. Or they could really get crazy. You're going to love this one, Michael. They can get crazy. They can take Sewell. They just signed Trent Williams on the left side. They can get Sewell the best guard or the best, the best offensive lineman in the draft, or they can get Kyle Pitts and go, Hey, Hey, Bill Belichick, your two tight ends. I'm going to raise you with, with, with my two tight end offense, which makes a lot of sense, right? Kyle Shanahan loves the running game, play action, George, some Kittle occasional shots, short passing game. Kyle Pitts, George Kittle and Kyle Pitts. Think about that's what cancel Thanksgiving I, and Christmas. Is, we don't know. And they've got those options. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah, Jimmy, we, yeah, we do. Jimmy I, think, I think we do. I think we do. But wait, hold on maybe, before you go to the Garoppolo. Maybe. I think we do. All right. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. A couple of things. Before you get to Garoppolo, I, I, I think we do. Okay, listen. I get that, they're, that they want to say that they're keeping their options open and that mm-hmm. they plan on keeping Jimmy Garoppolo right now. Just, again, to recap. To get from 12 to 3, they gave up a third-round compensatory pick in this year's draft, and their first-round picks in 2022 and 2023, which presumably, barring anything unforeseen, but then again, what did this year show us? You go from the Super Bowl to, you know, struggling because of injuries and other reasons, then no guarantees. Presumably, those 2022 and 2023 first-rounders would be closer to the second round, be at the back end of the first round, presumably. But nonetheless, that's still two ones. They, 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 They told the Rams, hold our beer. They gave up two ones. Michael, you and I both know, you don't go up from 12 to 3 for a tight end. I don't care how much of a weapon or a freak that tight end is. I mean, I, I, I mean, could you? Could you go up that high for yeah. a, a weapon on a perimeter? Could you get a tight end? Could it be sure. for a wide receiver? Maybe, sure. but sure. Uh, uh, usually it's not, especially when you're Kyle Shanahan and you're an offensive guru. And you're an offensive guru, and your scheme is supposed to bring out the best in people. You don't give up that much capital for anything but a quarterback is what I'm getting at. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. They can say what they and want. Unless, They're unless, going up for a quarterback. You don't move up that far to get a, a complimentary piece. You know how much I love Kyle Pitts. I love Jamar Chase. They're going up for a quarterback. Make no mistake about it. And okay. if you presume that it's Lawrence Who's and Wilson 1 and 2, yeah, that quarterback is either Fields or Lance. Fields or Lance, both of whom could probably use a year. Both of whom could probably use a year to sit behind a Jimmy Garoppolo. They could afford it. Go up no, and get a no, Fields and a Lance. Let them sit for a year behind Jimmy Garoppolo. No. Or compete with Jimmy Garoppolo if you want. Or move Garoppolo later on if somebody makes you an offer because you Hold because on. they want to look what if the Patriots aren't satisfied with Cam and the Patriots are like, oh hey, you have, you have no plans to trade Jimmy G, but here you go. Now with not now the Niners are like, cool. I don't care what they say. You don't go up to number three if it ain't for a quarterback. 
you don't go up to number three if you're not living for today. What's this wait a year stuff? Hey, this is how most coaches think. Hey, the future well, is tomorrow's prep. The future is tomorrow's practice. That's the future. If you want to talk about the future, the distant future, September. But no, you're going to give up a pick in, in 22 and 23, first round picks in 22 and 23. Yes. That third round pick, by the way, yes. in 2022. So you're giving up picks for a, to get a is guy. I don't know if it's a quarterback or not. You're probably right. But oh, it's in twenty oh, two, right? Twenty, right? But it's, yeah, is it the same compensatory pick for Salah in, in twenty two? Yes, yes, that's correct. It is. It's okay, it's the same. Pick okay, same circumstances, but in twenty two. Okay, but got it. Thank you. I mean, Thank you for clarifying. Mike, Mike, you mean to tell me you're going to do all this stuff if you're telling the L.A. Rams to hold your beer? The L.A. Rams say, "Well, I don't know what tomorrow's not promised to anybody. We did all our stuff for right now. We ain't got first round picks uh, until the twenty second century, so." Okay, you don't do all that to sit somebody down for a year and say you need some time. If you're moving up, if it's a quarterback, no, you don't. No, you don't. Not anymore. No, you don't have to. Hey, and these guys play. Okay, these guys come out and play. I'm actually talking. I'm actually talking. Maybe he will. Look. Okay, fine. Maybe he he will. Maybe Lance or Fields. Maybe Lance or Fields or Wilson. Wait, wait, Michael. Maybe, uh, we, we actually agree on it. We violently agree on this point. It is Lance or Fields <laughs> or even Wilson or even Wilson. Yes, they could all play immediately. They could. I'm saying if they're telling the truth about a willingness to keep Garoppolo, it won't hurt to sit Fields or Lance for a year. But I'm actually coming right to an expert on this subject matter because you did a whole book on this. And this is the part where I ask you a question that kind of sort of undermines my point about what you don't do or what you don't pay to go up to three. Once upon a time, our boy Thomas Dimitrov in the Atlanta Falcons, how hot was was Julio Jones a six pick of the draft? Was he six? Yes. Six. They went up. They went all the way up to get Julio Jones from the twenties. I believe it was, you know, you know, you tell me to to the number six pick against the advice of Bill Belichick. Yes. Against the advice no. of Bill Belichick that you don't go up that high for a wide receiver. So there is precedent to trade up for a skill position player or a pass rusher, although I don't think any pass rushers are in this range. But what I'm getting at, Michael, is this is a high price tag for anything but a quarterback for a franchise that knows it does not have its long-term answer at quarterback. They may feel good about Jimmy G for now, but he ain't the long-term answer. If nothing else, because he's usually not available. This is the price that people pay to get quarterbacks. That's my only point in this. If you think it's okay. for a skill well, position guy to help them immediately, that's fair. I just think it's for a quarterback regardless of what they say. Mike, I think this is the price that people pay to get what they want. So you, I, I, I'm glad you brought up the, the Thomas Dimitrov example. So Thomas Dimitrov uh, with, with Atlanta at the time had a good team, had a good offense. At that time, they had Roddy White as their number one wide receiver. Good. But and still have Matt Ryan, but they wanted he 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 wanted the offense to be dynamic. He kept using this phrase "urgent athleticism." I want urgent athleticism, and he was focused on AJ Green and Julio Jones as early as October of the previous year. They were a good team, but he kept focused on wide receivers. Hey, I want one of these guys, AJ AJ Green or Julio Jones. Then he figured out, you know what? I really want Julio Jones. I love this guy. AJ Green was in Georgia. I want the, ne- I want the next Terrell Owens. Yeah. Right. 
yeah. uh, Julio, Julio at, at Alabama. So from October up until draft day, he says, all right, we got our draft board, we got our rankings, but that's my guy. And they gave up a lot to go from, to take, to think about it, go from 27, 28, I think it was one of them, 27 or 28 to number six. Yeah, yeah. It takes a yeah. lot. And that's because that's who they wanted. So I think San Francisco has identified, I think they got a one, two, three, and they can't go wrong. Their one is probably in the draft. Their third or fourth choice, as I mentioned when I began, it's probably somewhere in the NFL. It might be in Houston. To which Houston might say, okay, fine. Because we might have to release the guy. But, all right. Well, you all right. A you're introducing, a couple, sure, we'll introducing a couple of things here. So, listen, there is no, I, I have, from my understanding, there is no Deshaun wants to play in San Francisco and not Miami. Okay, that's, and, and we, can, we can talk about how this affects Deshaun Watson, which is part of the story. Um, yep. But let's let me just address that momentarily. It's still Miami then San Francisco in terms of wish list. All right, that's, that's, okay. that's the one two. Um, but Miami took itself out of the running. Francisco- then. Miami well, then they got back up to six, so not necessarily. No, because they got they went back and got six. But why? What do you mean they went back and got six? With the Eagles. Oh, with the Eagles. Okay, with the Eagles. Miami went. Miami. Yeah, Miami. Right. Miami went back to up to six. They took that. They took one of those extra picks. I believe the twenty twenty two, the twenty twenty two first round pick. Remember, they got one in, from the Niners twenty twenty two and twenty twenty three. So they had two twenty right. two first round picks in twenty two and twenty three after they traded with San Francisco. Then they took one of the twenty twenty two first round picks and moved up with the Eagles to get the six overall pick. And then they did a pick but swap uh, later on in the draft. So the Dolph- so the Dolphins are still in the top. But six. if you're the Dolphins. So why would if, you go if, from three? If Deshaun wants three if, to six, if Deshaun wants, well, well you still if, maybe you can get the same player, and you still end up after the move with the Eagles, you still end up with an extra first round pick down the road. And if Deshaun, with the no trade clause, setting aside his his legal issues or or, or the civil suits, the sixteen civil suits, set that aside. Right. We're just talking ball right now. With the no right. trade clause, if Deshaun wants to go to Miami, Miami still has plenty of picks. And Tua to offer Houston if that's the best deal. San Francisco, yes, they improved their first round pick, but in the process gave up a whole lot of stuff that maybe they didn't have to give up to get to Sean Watson if he were hell bent on going to San Francisco. So personally, I think it takes San Francisco out of the Watson running because I believe San Francisco has moved on and they're going to get their quarterback at three. That's my belief. Miami's still in it if they want to be. If Houston wants to move it. And, 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 if, and again, if, if San Francisco is so inclined to trade number three, then it's the same pick that, that the Texans would have gotten anyway from Miami. But I want to go back to um, the, the uh, moving up for what, what they want. So the Eagles moved from 6 to 12. So the Eagles moved from their own pick to the Dolphins' 12th pick, which was originally their 49ers' uh, pick. If you're the right. Niners, you ain't got to go up to three to get Kyle Pitts. Yes, you might. Do you have to go up to yeah, three Kyle Pitts? Did Why not? Uh, okay, I guess Atlanta. I guess maybe Atlanta. Because maybe if you maybe, think, uh, what if you think Cincinnati. he's going to four? There's no guarantees that he's at, there's no guarantees that he's there at six. There's no guarantees he's there I've, at six. Because the I've Falcons may take him at four. The Bengals may take yeah, him at five. Projections for for him at four, Pitts. I mean, I, we don't knows? know. If and, a that's a, draft. and that's a good way to guarantee that you get your guy. 
That's a great yes. way to guarantee that you get your guy if yes. you assume that one and two is quarterback or maybe quarterback tackle. I get that, but I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Michael. This price tag is really, really rich. And you want to talk about what a coach thinks? Yeah, that's Kyle Shanahan, but he answers to John Lynch, or they at least work in tandem. And it's John Lynch's job to think long-term, and Jimmy Garoppolo ain't the long-term answer. And when you go up to number three, that's quarterback territory, baby. We'll get to the Jets in a second, but here's a tease. That's why the Jets feel pressure right now. Because when you're at two and three, that's quarterback territory, when there are franchise quarterbacks available. And it's the same reason why the Niners, even though they have Matt Ryan, and they're paying Matt Ryan, Ryan all this money still. And, they're, and, they're, and they're stuck the stuck with Matt Ryan as he gets older. Falcons. I'm sorry, the Falcons. What, what did I say, the Niners? Yeah. Sorry. Niners. The Falcons are stuck with Matt Ryan as he gets older in that contract. It's one of the reasons why they have to strongly consider, consider taking a quarterback. Because when you're up there and you got an opportunity to address that position long term, you take advantage of it. If it's Kyle Pitts and it's Kyle Pitts and George Kittle in San Francisco, that's a great combination. If it's Jamar Chase and Debo Samuel, that's a great combination. That's right. But Mike, I, I, bruh, that's that's quarterback money, bruh. That's quarterback money. That's quarterback currency. If two first round picks, when you already have a tight end, you already got the best tight think, end in football. Uh, and you're gonna get a you're gonna get a second tight end, but two first round picks? Nah, bro. That ain't. Mm-mm. Yeah, you know what? I, I, but mm-mm. you know what? I think. Oh, another wide receiver. When you're Kyle Shanahan. And you're Mr. Yeah, offensive I, guru? Yeah. Another one? No. Yeah, you're Kyle God, Shanahan. No. That's a quarterback. Said, all day. All day. You're long. Kyle Shanahan. You're working for somebody. I, I I wouldn't limit it this way. I think you're putting too much of a limit on a high draft pick and on prospects. So we've, we've said it many times. I think Charles Robinson just said it. Or, or, or somebody. Maybe it was Charles Robinson said it when we talked with him earlier this week. When he said Aaron Donald, in his, in his opinion, is the best player in football. All right, best player in football, regardless of position. And he was drafted 13th. Oh, it was Trotter. It was Trotter, Trotter. sorry. All right, yeah. so Aaron Donald, uh, yeah. best player in football. He's talking about the premium people place on quarterbacks. Yeah. So you mean to tell me if you could if you could do a redraft, knowing what you know now, you go back to that draft, what do you do? You going to take him 13th again or are you going to take him third or second? Mm-hmm. If you, I'm if not you saying are that confident, if you trust your evaluation – you trust your own scouting, mm-hmm. your personnel department, and you've identified. I don't know what their what their draft board is. I know everybody's draft board is pretty much set by now. It should be. I mean, it's almost April. Yeah. What are you waiting for? Stop stop messing around with the DoorDash. <laughs> what are we going to have tonight? No, we know what we're going to have. All right, we've got it. Here's the board. And, and maybe they have their quarterbacks at this level, and they got somebody else, offensive mm-hmm. lineman, wide receiver, tight end, just above it. Hey, it's the best prospect I've ever seen. Hey, w- w- would you stand yes. on the table for him? The yes. best non-quarterback prospect. Yes. They, 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 they may have their pick of the best non-quarterback prospect in the draft is what you're saying. And they want to take him because they think he's a game changer. They, it's must. possible. Whoever it is, it's, it's possible. It's a game I'm not saying, this, so, I'm not so saying the system's perfect. I'm saying uh, but it, I'm going on precedent, Michael. I'm going on precedent. Okay, precedent. But let me you ask don't question go off that high for those picks for somebody else. You just don't. You go oh, for a quarterback. Okay. Let, me, let me ask you this. Do you think, and I don't know the answer. I, I haven't heard this, but everybody's got their own view of it. Everybody looks at, looks at players through different lenses, obviously. That's why you have draft hits uh, back in the draft, and you have big draft busts in the top five, top ten. That's a, a package for a game changer, right? 
Because I'm agreeing with you. Sure. You're going to go up that high. You think it's somebody who is not only a game changer, it's a franchise changer. This is a once-in-a-decade you know, performer that you're going up to get. Have you heard that about Trey Lance? Have you heard that about Justin Fields? Have you heard that about Mac Jones? Have you heard that about Kellen Mond? Kyle Trapp? Like anybody, any of those, outside of those top two quarterbacks, doesn't there seem to be like a little drop-off from two to three? So why would you do that? So what's your point? My point is, you're not getting the part. So why would you go up to get a quarterback who is not, who doesn't fit the profile of the move that you just made? The you, you don't. But that's Michael. You, the argument. Unless, unless you, you see just made the argument. You just you. Well, that, you just your own you question that way. You just asked your own question a minute ago. Your your entire premise that this is not for a quarterback, but a player that can help them immediately. Your entire premise is based on the fact that they've fallen in love with somebody that they can't wait till 12 or move right. up ever so slightly to get. They got to go to three because they found somebody they love. Well, just because talking heads and, and pundits have not ranked Fields or Lance as yeah. high as, 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 as Lawrence or Wilson doesn't mean that the Niners haven't convinced themselves of that. And, they, and they're comfortable the, at three either saying maybe Zach Wilson falls to the third pick or maybe we just we, we've secured the right to get whoever's left after Lawrence Wilson. We got our pick of Fields or Lance. Or maybe it is what you said. I, mean, I don't want to dismiss what, what you said that they just found a player that they love. All I'm saying is, I don't typically see in my history of covering the draft, in my experience covering the draft, I don't typically see somebody give up two first round picks and a third round pick to swap from 12 to three. For somebody that ain't playing quarterback for the next 10 years. That with typically respect, doesn't happen. With all due respect, sir. But, but, you said you no said disrespect, but. Yeah, you said your experience covering the draft, right? Mm-hmm. You said that. I'm 10 mm-hmm. years older. 10. 10 years older. <laughs> Let's take a breath and a break. Turn and Let me turn that and down. There's, turn there's, that around. There's, work for me. There, yeah, there's more. There's a lot more on this because we've only we've only talked about the Niners. There, I mean, we got to get into the Dolphins. Um, uh, we we can get back into Deshaun. Uh, the Falcons at four. There's so much more to unpack from this trade. Um, so let's go ahead and put a pin in it for now, and uh, and come back in a, in a couple of minutes. Um, oh, this is good. I mean, look, the Dolphins. The Dolphins. The Dolphins are probably the big winners here. Uh, I, I'm sure Eagles fans are, are pulling their hair out uh, now that they moved down from six to twelve, <laughs> probably out of Jamar Chase range at this point. So there's there's so much. So why they tank this at the end great. of the year? This is a gift. Why were they tanking at the end of the year? Right. What? <laughs> they traded Carson right? Wentz to go to, to, with the eye of another quarterback. There's so much to talk about. That last game. It's, it's crazy. That last. Yeah, I know. I'm that with last you. game. I'm with you. They make no sense. They make no sense. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. (laughs) Well. Ooh, yeah. That happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food service. Hey, Michael, you know, um, everybody here knows that you're a, a loving and devoted family man. You have oh, three wow. Beautiful, beautiful, three beautiful children. Um, Robinson, Beckham, and Ava. But what people have just come to learn over the last few months of this show is that you have also, uh, you have some diversity uh, in your own home, that you have an adopted son, a a 21-year-old white son that you've adopted. Don't ask. Named Zach Wilson. Don't ask. It's complicated. (laughs) His name's Zach Wilson. Complicated. No, yeah. No, 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 no disrespect to his actual parents, who are fine people, I'm sure. But uh, mean everybody knows that. Uh, <laughs> question <laughs> Michael Holly. You question my family? Is Zach Wilson's right. uh, adopted dad? I mean, you love this kid. You've you've loved him all season. I do. And uh, so today is a big day for you and your family, uh, as Zach Wilson held his pro day in Provo. Uh, everybody was there. Everybody except for Urban Meyer. Mm. I want to start there. I'm just going to say this kind of sort of tongue-in-cheek. Because Urban Meyer, let's start with the number one pick, and everybody presumes it's Trevor Lawrence. I told you I'd get back to that in a second. Yeah. Urban Meyer strikes me as the kind of guy that's just like, has all the answers, thinks he's a step ahead of everybody else. Arrogant. Got it all figured Arrogant. out, smarter than everybody. Arrogant. Hubris. Arrogant. Yeah. Arrogance. Yeah. All that comes to mind. Yeah. And maybe it takes one to know one. I don't know. But um, Urban Meyer strikes me as the kind of guy that would kind of zig when everybody else zags. Like, you don't need to see anything from Zach Wilson because maybe he sees the same thing that so many others have come to see, which is the next Patrick Mahomes. Like, maybe... The intrigue of the draft actually starts at one and not two. Maybe, just maybe, there's no reason for Urban Meyer to go. Not because he's made up his mind and Trevor Lawrence is the guy. No more due diligence on my part necessary. You guys go ahead and represent us. Because it, maybe it's more like, I don't need to see any more because I already know that he's my guy. I already know I'm going Zach Wilson with the number one overall pick of the draft. So there's no reason for me to go. It's, it's, it's somewhat reminiscent, somewhat reminiscent of Mike Shanahan. We talked about Kyle Shanahan. Mike Shanahan not attending Jay Cutler's pro day. It was no sim- signal whatsoever that the Broncos were in on Jay Cutler, only for them to trade up to get him. And not that Urban Meyer would have to hide his intentions from anybody. He would have to hide his intentions. Why would he? 
He's got the number one pick. Nobody can beat him to Zach Wilson. So there's a flaw in my conspiracy theory, if you will. But I just, okay. I don't know. I just wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past Urban Meyer to think he's being slick by not going to Zach Wilson's pro day. And people think, oh, that means it's obviously going to be Trevor Lawrence. Like, is it though? Is it? You know, because so, I mean, my, this, 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 this is no longer a hot take. And there, nobody's in the minority on proclaiming Zach Wilson the best quarterback in this draft. That's that's not there's nobody out there that's like if anybody's saying that now they're not they're not breaking any new ground, are they? Every well, that, that bandwagon is full at this point. So would it shock you, Mike? What 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 am I? Yes, <laughs> to answer the question, yes, it would shock me. I'd be shocked. What am I, what are the greatest? I'm games? shocked. I'm shocked that you would be shocked, given that you've I'm been done. driving this bus all along that he's the guy. Him. So why would it shock I, I, you? Why I would love, it shock you or Zach Chris Wilson. Sims if Urban Meyer did the thing that y'all said that they should have done all along, which was have Zach Wilson ranked as a number one quarterback? Why would that shock you? All right. One, I love Zach Wilson. You know that. And I've told, I've told him all his life. I said, son, don't let people question who your real father is. Hey, look, don't, don't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. But no, I really like him, though. But this is not about Zach Wilson. One of my greatest days, one of my finest moments, just enjoyed it thoroughly on Brother From Another, was a day when we spent, Mike, 25, 30 minutes talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, wow. We spent a time. <laughs> we went in. I think it was in the A block on the Jacksonville Jaguars during the season, which is outrageous. Led the show. But the, Led the show. Yeah, but, but the, reason, the reason we did it is because Shad Khan, maybe it was just after the season, uh, Shah Khan said, look, uh, I've been waiting around for a long time. I've given people authority. I've stepped back. I've done everything that you say owners are supposed to do with their coaches. I haven't been a meddling guy. I've opened up the, uh, the, the wallet, the coffers. I've done everything, and I haven't gotten results. So now I'm just going to let you know I'm going to be a little bit more involved. My point is it's not up to Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer can think mm-hmm. Zach Wilson is the best quarterback in the draft. Congratulations, Urban. Nice. I like your evaluation skills, but guess what? You know what we're going to do? We're taking Trevor Lawrence. It just makes too much sense to take Trevor Lawrence at number one in Jacksonville, Florida, in college football country, in a place that, you know, they've had some success, a little bit, just just a little bit in the last 10 years, 2017, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. six, seven, eight minutes away from going to the Super Bowl. But other than that, it hadn't been great. So why not? Take the built-in star, a guy who has name value in Jacksonville, who was seen as a generational quarterback. You're sitting there at number one. Take the quarterback. Go ahead. Move on. No chance. Oh, so, so you're saying go, you're saying go the safe route. You say, you say play it safe is what you're saying. Safe. Go safe. Safe. Because the also, thing I love about. And this is not. The thing well, I love about the Patrick Mahomes safe. comp. Yeah. Okay. What was that car you mentioned yesterday? Nissan Maxima? This is yeah. not. Safe Nissan Maxima versus Porsche. I mean, this is safe. Uh, this is yeah. Porsche versus Maserati. I mean, that, you, you, you're going to have fun. Six one way. You can't you can't lose. But but I guess what I'm getting at, though, is Michael. What I don't like about what you're saying. First of all, I love the Patrick Mahomes comp because what Patrick Mahomes should be is a cautionary tale. It's like, why did this guy go 12th? Why did we let Andy Reid trade up to get Patrick Mahomes? I think, was it 12th? Oh, 10th. I'm sorry, 10th. 10th. Because Deshaun went 12th. Yeah. Yeah. Why did we let Andy Reid move up to 10? How did, how did the best player 
in football, arguably, go 10. How do we miss? If you're telling me this is the next Patrick Mahomes, you better tell me that Trevor Lawrence is the next Aaron Rodgers for me to feel good oh. about passing on it. I, look, man, I'm, I'm, I'm putting y'all on the spot now. I'm putting y'all on the spot. I'm putting y'all on the spot. You people. I'm not even, at this point, I'm not even talking to Urban Meyer and Shotgun because maybe Trent Baalke, Urban Meyer, Shotgun, maybe they do believe <laughs> that Trevor Lawrence right. is the next big thing. Maybe they do believe that. And if they believe that, then absolutely you go with Trevor Lawrence. But if they believe as you believe, as Chris Sims believe, that Zach Wilson's the guy, miss me with the, yeah. well, why would you pass on, on Trevor Lawrence? Because Zach Wilson's better. You told me that Zach Wilson is better. So don't you dare sit here and tell me that somebody should take somebody over your guy. I mean, what am I missing here? If, if you believe that he's better, don't take the guy just because he's more popular, just because everybody thinks you should take him, just because he, the mock drafts are saying it's the right thing to do. That's the definition of safe. That's the definition of safe. If this is the next Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers, then he should be the number one pick, full stop. Full stop. You raise Now, if they don't believe that, then point. you take the guy you believe. You raise an interesting point. Let's get into character. <laughs> yeah. But let's get, let's get into character. Context. Context is everything. And I'm not saying I do it, but I understand. I understand why Jacksonville would take Trevor Lawrence. And look, it's almost like um th- th- there's a this is not unanimous. It's not unanimous that that Trevor that uh, Zach Wilson is better. Is better like across the board in scouting circles. Everybody's saying. Everybody's not saying that Zach Wilson no, is better than Trevor Lawrence. And, and, and if I needed to, if I needed to argue against myself, arguing amongst myself, you if could. I needed to do that. Yeah, you, you could. Know what I would say. Yeah, you could. I would say, look, hmm. you got too much time. You got too much. You overthinking it. You got too much time on your hands. Uh, Trevor Lawrence didn't just pop up out of nowhere. He's not a creation of Dabble Sweeney. You know, you, you no. do know that Trevor Lawrence was the, the number one high school prospect in the country, and he's been great his entire year, his entire career. And he only lost a few games in his career at Clemson. He didn't do anything wrong. The only thing he did wrong, so to speak, his last year at Clemson was get COVID. He's fine. He's great. Got a little sur- uh, shoulder surgery okay. on his non-throwing hand, on no- non-throwing arm. Right. This has been the best guy for a long time, Zach Wilson. All right, listen. This nope. time last year, you would be laughed uh-huh. out of scouting circles if you said Zach Wilson yep. is better than Trevor Lawrence. So hey, just go with what you know. Okay. In case. And this time two it's years COVID ago, COVID fatigue. This time two years ago, when nobody talked. This time two years ago, when nobody talked about Joe Burrow. Um, okay, listen, just don't be surprised if this is a Jedi mind trick on the part of Urban Meyer. Don't be surprised okay. if he's like, these are not the droids you're looking for. Don't be surprised if he's like, hey. I heard you tell the jokes about me. No, you didn't. Well, maybe I didn't. <laughs> I'm go beat up the fool that told me them lies. Like, I mean, it could be, I'm just saying, like, he was over Trevor Lawrence's shoulder and he was wanting him to feel him, wanting him to feel his presence and all this stuff he did for Trevor Lawrence. Now he's like, I'm just going to skip this one. Okay, player. Okay. And, and if that happened, I mean, I like, okay. there's so many things happening at the top of the draft. Like, I don't believe it's going to happen, but I would love the story. I, you know, you always got to root for the, the most intriguing, most, uh, most unpredictable story. That would be it. 
So if Jacksonville took Zach Wilson first, then that would leave the Jets looking at Trevor Lawrence, <laughs> which was supposed to be out of the window when they won their game. and Everybody jumped on them for actually winning a football game. So, yeah, I'd like to see I'd like to see something unusual at the top of the draft, but I think we're going to have a, pre- a pretty predictable one and two and then three when three is on the clock. Who knows where San okay. Francisco is going to go? Who knows? Oh, wow. They're the one. Wow. What a what a great what a great unintentional segue. Because I want to get to two. But let's go to three. Because Schefter just tweeted this. And I, if I'm reading this correctly, I think this supports your argument. No, 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 no. I think this, I think this supports your argument. I think. Uh, Shepard tweeted that the 49ers have been attempting to move into the top five picks for several weeks now, per sources. They discussed trading up with the Dolphins at three, the Falcons at four, Bengals at five, and ultimately decided to go as high as they could, per sources. There were no trade-up talks with the Jets at two. So if I'm parsing that... If they were if they were willing to go up to four or five, then that feels like they had a group of players at the top of their board that were all relatively even that they would be happy with. It's almost like, and this is something that Charles Robinson reminded us of. We both know this, but he's but I know he, we talked about this the other day with him. And that's that just because they have 32 picks, that means that everybody has 32 first round grades on people. So like let's uh, say the so Niners have, have how Seattle grade. Yeah, let's say the Niners. Yeah, have, Seattle. Let's say the Niners have five guys. Let's say the Niners have five guys that they feel like are like franchise changers in this draft. And here's the other thing. These teams are doing projections years out. You know, they're not looking at just this year's draft. They got a feel. Not their boards aren't set, but they got a feel for the next couple of years as well. So they may look at it, and this is me right. looking at your point, as we will be comfortable anywhere in the top five with any of these players, whoever falls to us. And they ended up at three. Maybe it is a prospect. Maybe, it, uh, excuse me, maybe it is a positional player. a non-quarterback. Prospect as opposed to a quarterback. A non-quarterback, yeah. Maybe it is. I still think that's a steep price to pay to not get a QB. And here's the thing. If they would have gotten into the top five, it still would have positioned them to get a quarterback, presuming that the Dolphins, if they stayed put and didn't trade out, would not have gone quarterback at three, even though a lot of people got one projected a lot of trades into three. Carolina, I saw previously into three, but the Bengals weren't going quarterback at five. The Falcons, we think, will probably go quarterback. We think it's not like they don't have one, although he's older. Dolphins weren't going to go quarterback, which brings me, Michael. Well, actually, respond to that because I want to talk about number two, but I'll go ahead and respond to that Schefter uh, intel. Yeah, you know Basically, what? I told you so what, what, what you're going to say. No, 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 no. Not yet. Not yet. That's later in the show. Okay. I told you so. Okay. What stands out to me is that they've been looking to do this for weeks. So this is not some recent, hey, we saw this guy's pro day. Hey, we, we, we just looked at a, a, another, another look at the tape, and we saw something jumped out at us. They've had... Somebody in my, it goes back to that statement, though. It does go back to that statement I, I made about uh, that, that anecdote I told you about Thomas Dimitrov, where he had, he, had, he had identified his guy in the fall. So you're looking at him for like six months before you actually draft him. Six, seven months. You're just obsessed. As a matter of fact, 
His friend said something to him at the time when he was in the office one day, like one October, and he's, and he's looking at Julio Jones. His friend said something to him, which he could have said to either of us. His friend said to him, you're such a nerd. Guy who didn't work, work in football. You're such a nerd, right? Well, you just obsess over this guy, over this prospect. But this stuff, we love this stuff, right? We love it. And we're not even in uh, personnel. Imagine working in personnel and you feel like you've identified the guy who's going to unlock your offense, unlock your defense, be the face of your franchise. You can see marketing campaigns. You can see it all. And probably, oh, by the way, lead to a four or five year contract extension for you. It's going to make your job easier. Yeah, 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 it's good. Help out my head coach and help out my quarterback, but... It's going to help me out. And you, if you think you've identified that guy, you can't wait until draft day. And it seems like John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan have found him. And I think, just feeling this on a Friday, woo, just feeling the atmosphere, I'm feeling it. I think it's Kyle Pitts, man. I do. <laughs> Look, that would be devastating. And listen. He's I guess Kyle Pitts. I, 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 slipped up, I slipped up and called him a tight end yesterday. Dude ain't a tight end. He's a weapon. He's weapon X. You know, he's whatever you want him to be. He's a wide receiver. He's a tight end. He's, he's, a, he's a matchup problem. He's a freak. So they may have the best tight end in football on their team, um, but they uh, are. And if, and if it's him, second one, as you, as you ooh, said. that's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. So let me, let's go All back right. to two. Yeah. Because, right, because, because I, I'm going I'm to make a proposal. So I'm going to say something to you right now that is going to sound like it's contradicting everything. I, All the smoke I just gave you on Zach Wilson, but it's not. Okay. All right. Um, and you know, I. Are hmm. oh, you struggling? I, I love Zach Wilson. Struggling? No, I'm not struggling with struggling. it. No, I'm struggling. I'm not struggling with. It. I'm just. I'm, I'm multitasking as as usual. I'm multitasking. I'm not struggling with it. But I want to. I want to say. I love Zach Wilson. I love Trevor Lawrence. And you'll talk about the time that we have to think about it and overthink it. There was there was a time earlier in the year when even before they won that game against the Rams and fell out of the number one spot, somebody on this show was asked was advocating for the Jets to take Penny Sewell with the first overall pick and book him book in him with Makai Becton and protect Sam Darnold. Mm-hmm. Then when they mm-hmm. fell to two, I was like, okay, there you go. Problem solved. Take the tackle. A lot of Zach Wilson buzz about uh, going about him going to the Jets and the Jets contingent. They're all there. Owner, general manager, or excuse me, not owner, a general manager, head coach, offensive coordinator. They're all at Zach Wilson's pro day today. All right, mm-hmm. they're doing their due diligence on Zach Wilson. I believe that maybe Kyle Pitts shouldn't be there for the Niners at three. Maybe the Jets should take Kyle Pitts at two. Wow. Or my guy, Penny Sewell. And not wow. maybe. Why do you say that? I, I guess the, because this factoid drove it home for me today. This factoid. All right? And this drove it home. This made me realize I, I'm going back to what I said a long time ago. But this here, this made my stomach turn. Two things made my stomach uh, And then it was, it was okay. this tweet, and then I'm going to go back to another tweet. This is also from Schefter via Evan Kaplan. If the Jets pick Zach Wilson second overall after taking Sam Darnold with the third pick in 2018, now granted, different yeah, regime, like 
Different regime. Yeah, I've seen this. But if the Jets pick Zach Wilson second overall after taking Sam Darnold with the third pick in 2018, they will become the first team in the common draft era, which is since 1967, to select two quarterbacks in the top three overall picks in a four-year span. Again, not the same regime. That's not Joe Douglas's problem with the last regime. Yeah, I was going to say, not my problem. However, as however. A matter, as, as a matter of fact, however. Joe Douglas Joe Douglas can say, that's why, and that's why I'm here. <laughs> that's why I'm here. Right. The other guy, <laughs> yeah. Sam Darnold, however, third, and it didn't work out. That's why However, however, there's no way that we've seen the best of Sam Darnold. There's just no way we've seen the best of Sam Darnold. I agree. There's no, I agree. He has not been put in position to succeed. Mm-hmm. And for the same reason that the Jets knew that it was not in their best interest to offer or give up, as it were, not that it would ever come down to it because, you know, the Jets weren't that high on Deshaun's list. The Jets knew that that wasn't the move for them to go after Deshaun Watson. They knew that that wasn't the move for them. That they, that they, they, were, they, were, they needed to build their team across the board. And they've done a hell of a job in free agency so far upgrading the talent on that roster. The Jets need to build around Sam Darnold and not bring in another quarterback around whom they need to build. Because I want to point out another factoid that I was reminded of in reading that and talking, to, and talking about what the Jets should do. This is, uh, this is from my man Phil Yates a while back. My man Phil, Phil Yates uh, uh, reminded us of this. Once Carson Wentz got traded, not a single quarterback drafted in the first round from 2009 to 2016 is still with his original team. Not one, not a one. Not a single quarterback in the first round from 2009 to 2016 is still with his original team. 0 for 22. 0 for 22. Let me bring up one more factoid, and then I'm 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 going to make my point and pass it to you about why the Jets should should not go quarterback with the second pick of the draft. We just talked about Patrick Mahomes. Great player. How many Super Bowls does Patrick Mahomes have, have? How many Super Bowls does he have so far? One. He's got one. Now, they're in the mix for one every year because they have him. Yeah. He's got one. How many does Aaron Rodgers have, much to his chagrin? One. 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 How many does Russell Wilson have, much to his chagrin? One. One. And the number one overall pick a couple of years ago, Baker Mayfield, still waiting on him. How many does Deshaun Watson one. have? None. He's got one playoff win. <laughs> Baker. Correct. How many does Deshaun Watson have? None. None. With four and 12 last year, despite a historically great season. So if I were in the Jets draft room and somebody was standing on the table for Zach Wilson, I'd say take a seat. Because there are no guarantees that even if we get the next Patrick Mahomes, that he will get us to the Super Bowl because he's so great. What's going to get us to the Super Bowl is building this roster across the board is building around our talented quarterback who's still only 24 years old. And whether we picked him or not, there was a reason he was as highly touted as he was coming out of USC. He hasn't had a chance to succeed yet. Take the best prospect available, whether that's Pitts, whether that's Sewell, whether that's Chase, take the best prospect available at the second pick and build around Sam Darnold. That's the move for the New York Jets versus trying to get another franchise savior in and having to do the same thing that they didn't do around Sam Darnold, which is put, put the, right, the requisite amount of talent around him for, for them to succeed. That's the route I would go if I were the Jets. 
So they could. Well, so everybody's I, there today. But I, yeah. I would not. I would not go Zach Wilson if I were New York. Well, a couple things. Like you. Now you ignored this though. You ignored that. Russell I'm sure Wilson I ignored a lot been of the two. Yeah, Russell Wilson has been a two. Yes, he's yeah. Patrick yeah, Mahomes. He should, yeah, he should have a second. Pat, Patrick he's Mahomes been, been a three straight, three straight conference championship games. Been a two. He, he has. <laughs> but ultimately, the, is, the end game is to win the Super Bowl, and that great yeah, quarterback does not guarantee it. But you just said doesn't guarantee. You just said doesn't guarantee doesn't guarantee that you win it, but guarantee that you're in the conversation. What you want to do? It's hard to win it. Correct. It? Even building now your your yes. your philosophy of. Hey, building this solid organization, uh, supporting your quarterback. You say Patrick Mahomes only has one one and been to two, and same thing with Russell Wilson, one one been to two. Give me that organization, that model organization that has built it the way that you've described and has done better. Mm-hmm. Than it's the not Mahomes. mutually exclusive. Okay, well, I'm, t- I'm it's, saying it's not, if you're it's saying not mutually, this is the way no, to I'm do saying it, they go, I'm me, saying they go hand in hand. I'm a but I'm saying that other way is not. I'm, hold on. I, but I'm. But wait, but hold on. I'm, I'm, I, I'm not saying. I'm not saying that the other way is not the way to do it. I'm, no, no. I'm, I'm not, let me be clear. Let me, maybe I'm, I'm not being in front clear. of class. I'm taking. I'm notes. not saying. I, I need a visual. I need a visual. I'm not example. saying. I'm not saying you don't want a Patrick Mahomes. That's stupid. I, I'm not saying you don't want a Patrick Mahomes <laughs> or an Aaron Rodgers or Russell right. Wilson. If you right. win the, I mean, he win the third round. No, of course not. And I, I even said in that long diatribe, I said they, you, you're in the mix every year because of those guys. But in every case, what we've noticed is that no matter how great the quarterback, no matter what round you pick him in, what keeps you in that mix and what ultimately gets you to the mountaintop is the supporting cast. So I'll go Tom Brady. As great as Tom Brady is and was for all these years, you and I both know that, and even whether it's the Bucks or the Patriots, Tom Brady has seven Super Bowls and may end up with eight or more, seven Super Bowls because of the supporting cast that was put around him in New England and then in Tampa. Not only because of the supporting cast, but they did it both ways. You can have a great quarterback, but you also need to make sure that he is surrounded by weapons, yeah, and protection, and see, a complimentary defense. Do. Darnold could be this that, is... but Darnold nor Wilson is going to be that if you don't have the players around. That's all I'm getting at. Yeah, you know what? I, I, and I, I think Darnold still has potential. The, I agree with the support aspect. But if you look at if you're Joe Douglas, who comes from a good background, who comes from good cloth in Baltimore, we both have great respect for the Ravens and the way they do business. Uh, if he learned from them, he's got a pretty good scouting eye. If he learned from them. And so you look yeah. at Zach Wilson, it could, it could be very simple. Everything you say is true. But if you look at Zach Wilson, if you graded him internally, let's say uh, you give him, uh, you know, Matt, let's just use Madden grading. Okay. Right now, Zach, Zach Wilson is not <laughs> playing a down in the NFL as an 87. Yeah, what is he? Room to grow. He's an 87? He's 87. Not even playing. Not even that's, why not not Madden, that's why you're not a Madden grader. That's, that's why you're not a Madden. That's why you did say he was better than Matt Ryan already. I remember you saying that. He was better than Matt Ryan already. Like, that's why he's not a, how you feel not about a Madden. That now? You can't be an 87. I, you can't be an 87 I, coming in. You can't how be. How do you feel about that right you now? Cannot be 80, like, What's the highest? Well, hold on. At, hold best, he's a, at best, he's a 70. At best, he's a 77 coming in. At best. I'm thinking more 75. Is 75 to 77. Thing? 
Is that the highest you've seen for a Madden? Uh, well, they've gotten they've gotten Madden? they've gotten st- uh, they've gotten stingier with their ratings. They don't give them out yeah. like they used to. Back in the days, you, you used to play. No Nowadays, it's a little they're a little lower with their with their grading yeah, system. They've, yeah. they've tightened I've it up. I played now. a while. I know you have. You the ratings are just show. But anyway, you play. You just played <laughs> probably like a couple hours ago. Uh, you know that's true. <laughs> you man oh god i hate to call you like that and i don't want to call you out man in front of your wife and everything i don't want to do that all right so anyway okay. let's say let's take it down let's say zach wilson's a 77 and if you got sam darnold at 67 what are you gonna do what are you gonna do you have to take the guy and then use that philosophy take the quarterback first and then going okay. forward saying hey we know this is not the answer this is the first step of a five-step process. We got this secured. Now we can build the rest of your organization. I think you have to do that. Okay. That's smart. I, I think I also I also think there's some pressure. Let's let's take a break real quick. Uh, we could come up. We can come back and wrap up. Uh, let's come, I can't believe we can come I back and wrap right. up the draft conversation. Got what right? That you were playing. I didn't confirm or deny. I just laughed. I just yeah. laughed. I didn't yeah, confirm okay, or deny. Yeah. That was a knowing laugh. And, and what do you mean by a couple of hours ago? What do you mean by a couple you, hours ago? By a couple hours ago, do you mean do you mean two o'clock in the morning, or do you mean two o'clock in the afternoon? I mean, what, how do you define a couple of hours ago? Okay. Anyway, um, we got we got we got to put a few more draft points before we go to top of the hour and shift gears. The longest field goal ever attempted is seventy six yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Start clean with Clorox, because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen, remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, 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 of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. (laughs) Well. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food service. Mac Jones, okay. That's a name we haven't mentioned today. We mentioned everybody. We mentioned um, Lawrence, obviously. A lot of time on Wilson. We mentioned Fields and Trey Lance in passing at number three. Interesting. Sims is saying Mac Jones at three. Ooh. Yeah. Leave it to Chris. Leave it to Chris to throw a curveball. You know what? Uh, but I want to. I want to move past it. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, my bad. 
My bad. Because, and I was saying about, hey, hmm. nobody, I mentioned Trey Lance. Nobody is saying he's a generational talent and uh, Justin Fields. But remember we talked a while ago, I had in my feet, I said, Mac Jones is going to go in the top five. Yeah. I can see it. Now, the only thing that's curious about it is why you feel like you need to get up to three to get him. Because theoretically, but you never know. You never know. No. Scouting circles, you know, people lie all the time. They don't really Carolina's, play feeling. Carolina's supposedly in love with him, you know? Yeah. I mean, Yeah, so maybe they said, look. You hey, never know. He's a guy. We love him. And, and the fact is, Mike, just briefly on, on Mac Jones, I think the, 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 the positioning of Mac Jones is why people aren't going crazy over him. It's he was right after Tua Tungavailoa. So if you see Tua, and then you see Tua go to the pros, people weren't excited about Tua. They said, wait a minute. He had the pro offensive line in front of him, all these great wide receivers. So every they dismissed everything he did in college once they saw him in the pros, and they said, ah, oh, he's all right. Oh, he's all right. So Mac Jones comes up and what completes what? 77% of his passes in the SEC? 77% of his passes? Undefeated in the SEC? Dominant Dude's in the, the national Dude is a dominant truth. in the national championship Dude is game? Truth. And people are like, yeah, he alright. All no, you gotta no. do Duke can spin it. Duke can spin it. He, right. can put, he, can, he can put the ball where it's got to go. Like I said, like if you want to sit up here and say, oh, he was surrounded by all that talent, well, that's the idea. That's why you have general right. managers. That's what I just finished talking about with the Jets, whether it's Sam Darnold or Zach Wilson. The goal is to surround them with talent. Uh, I mean, that wouldn't, that wouldn't shock me, man. Like, I mean, it's, it's in the eye of the beholder. Why go up to three? Maybe they want to just make sure they could get him. But it wouldn't surprise me if Matt Jones were their, were their favorite quarterback after – um, the presumptive one and two. I want to get to the rest of. I want to get to four. I want to actually okay, uh, put the first it. round order back up. I want to get. I want to get get to a couple other. I want to get really to four and six in particular. Um, because the other part of it is, well, what does this mean for the Falcons? Because let's pretend that the Niners did go up to get a quarterback. I, I'd be fascinated to know a if the Falcons do plan to go quarterback, even though they have Matt Ryan. But it's almost like, you know. When you're at the grocery store, whether you need milk or not, you pick it up. So, like, if you add number four, whether you need a quarterback or not, I believe you if, if, you, you probably should get one. If you if you think one of those guys is a franchise quarterback, uh, if, you, if you have an older one, an aging one, and you think you got an opportunity to have somebody pass the torch, I think you get I think you get them at four if you're the Falcons. But Arthur Smith and Terry Fontenot may be like, no, we'll go ahead and take that freak Kyle Pitts. Or maybe they help their defense. Who knows? Um, the Dolphins at six, though, uh, want to definitely get into what the Dolphins then did with Philadelphia before we put a pin in, in this draft talk. So let's recap what the Dolphins now have in terms of draft capital, Michael. The Dolphins have the six and 18th picks in this year's draft. Right. The 36 and 50th pick. So two ones, two twos in this year's draft. Four picks in next year's pick. draft, they have San Francisco's first-round pick because they then flipped their own first-round pick uh, to the Eagles to get number six in this year's draft. So they still have a first next year, a second next year, and two-thirds now when you add the compensatory pick that the Niners flipped to the Dolphins. So again, to recap, two ones, two twos, and a three this year. 
a one, a two, and two threes next year. And in 2023, two ones, their own in San Francisco's, a two and a three. So they already got a really good roster. And now they got even more draft ammunition than they had before by moving down from three to six. To which I just say, one, if the Texans, again, legal issues notwithstanding, if the Texans want to flip Deshaun Watson, the Dolphins still got plenty of currency, plenty of capital to give them in return, number one. Uh, number two, they may be the big winners in this flurry of trade Listen, uh, activity I- today because they didn't need a quarterback. Now, you go down to six, probably still get the same player you would have been eyeing at three, probably, or at least one of them in that group that you would have had at three, and you set yourself up uh, long-term to continue to complement the pieces you already have in place. You know, it's, it's so interesting that we, we've got – we had the NBA trade deadline yesterday and got these trades happening now in the NFL on Friday. Because it really, just think about the, the mentality of both leagues. Now, in the NBA, if you have, if you're the Miami Dolphins of the NBA, you're pretty much Oklahoma City. You got, you got, you got a, a war chest of just picks. You got the treasure trove of just stuff. You got stuff. 34 picks in the next seven years, 17 first round picks, 17 second round picks, but there's really no urgency for Oklahoma City to win with all that stuff. But Miami, let me tell you, you got all that stuff in the NFL. It's time to break that, uh, that curse. I don't know if it's a curse, but it's time to break that long drought since the last Super Bowl in Miami. What was it 1973? Am I right? 73? Since they won, since they won uh, the Super Bowl? Come on. Yeah, Super you got to hit on Super Bowl eight. Yeah, been so since you got to hit on these. You better hit on Pretty these. Yeah. Come on, yeah. this is uh, this is incredible. And listen, because I, I think if they don't get Deshaun, if they don't get Deshaun, they have the tools yeah. to do exactly what I was talking about. Maybe Tua ain't the next big thing. Maybe he's not the second coming. But he'll have a he'll have a hell of a supporting cast around him <laughs> if they do this right. Let me be let me be clear on this. Let me be clear. Like everybody else has said, and I think it, it needs, we can't say it enough. We can't be safe enough. We can't be clear enough when we're talking about Deshaun Watson off the field. So off the field, the char- we don't know. We don't know uh, if, if there's legitimacy to them or not. They could be completely legitimate. He could be guilty as ever. Tony Busby could be 100% right. Rusty right. Harden could be right. We don't know. Right. So off the field, right. these are very serious charges against Deshaun Watson and if, if he is guilty of these, he shouldn't be thinking about football for a long time. Now, Deshaun Watson, football player, if he, is, if he is allowed to come back, if everything goes away, you're the Miami Dolphins. You almost have an obligation. Just go get him. You can go get him. Hey, you can gamble away a first That's round. They would love to. Two. You can they gamble would love away. To. You can do they it. would do that now. They would do that. The Dolphins would do that right now. Even with the legal issues, they would do that right now. If the Texans were like, yo, we ready to move him, they'd do it. They'd do and it. Because I'm, they do it it's, knowing it's hyperbole. that, okay, we might, we might not have him for four games, but we got him for the next eight years. That, the Dolphins would do it right now. It sounds like hyperbole, but I really believe, because they've already done, they've done what you said about the Jets. They've already done that part. They've already built mm-hmm. the, the rest of the roster is pretty much ready to go. What they lack is a surefire, dynamic 
Super Bowl quarterback. And if they got Deshaun Watson, they would be in Super Bowl contention for seven to 10 years. Every year, they would be, you couldn't, that's not to say they would go 10 years, but yes. you would never be able to right. dismiss the Miami Dolphins with a healthy Deshaun Watson for a decade if they got him. Right. That's how, that's how strong no. their organization is in a short amount of time. Like, think about this, Mike. It was just, what, three years ago when we thought that Brian Flores was trolling Kenny Stills? Remember with the whole mm, Jay-Z that. thing? Yeah. He's the playing, Jay-Z yeah. songs? Yeah. Yeah. And told him his social justice Mika activism. Fitzpatrick and others said, get me out of here? Yeah. They lost their first right. couple of games by like 100 points? And they looked like a Awful. disaster? They looked bleak. That was in 2018. Now in 2021, I'm telling you, this is a great or- – they, they, they've got some great assets – and they are a quarterback away. They are a Deshaun Watson right. type away from being a Super Bowl contender for a long time. So I think the last team that we should get into um, on, on this unofficial draft special, brother from another draft I love special, this. <laughs> uh, is, the, is the Eagles. Is the Eagles. Yeah. So the Eagles go from 6 to 12. But what's fascinating is that apparently – the Eagles were early in the draft process. The Eagles, according to Ian Rappaport, they love Zach Wilson. But for where they are, they felt that moving back and collecting a future first-rounder was the better way to go. Um, I guess they entertained the prospect of maybe moving up. Maybe. Zach Wilson wasn't going to be there at six. It felt like moving back and collecting the future first rounder. So I agree with the second part. Like, sure, it's always great to collect picks, especially if you think you can get the same caliber player or the same player from 6 to 12, if you believe that that's the case. Um, but the Zach Wilson part's interesting. It's almost like they just, are they are they trying to just not commit to Justin Fields? It's like, you know, hey, you, you, you know, you ship off Carson Wentz. It's like, you know, one, well, out of one side of your breath, you're like, the owner wants us to commit to Justin Fields, but, oh, we're always going to have competition. Even Joe Flacco, I meant to get to this the other day. Joe Flacco's like, I ain't come here to be nobody backup. <laughs> it's like, I ain't mentoring nobody. <laughs> like, I mean, why, why, can't, why is everybody hey. trying to avoid the obvious that Justin Fields is the quarterback for this team? You know? Hey, hey, man. Like, this, I love Philadelphia. I mean, as a town, I love Philly. And you know how I feel about the Philadelphia 76ers. It's my favorite team in basketball, the Sixers. Yeah. Philadelphia Eagles are a hot mess. They're all over. They, <laughs> they don't make sense, Mike. Mike, they don't make sense even a little bit. Let me just recap. Let me recap. Last game of the year in the very yeah. weak NFC East, they got Jalen Hurts at quarterback. They're in a competitive game. They take out Jalen Hurts out of a competitive game. Their head coach, Doug yeah. Peterson, does and says, well, we know we wanted to give I him remember. a shot. What's the backup's name? What's the kid's name? Nick somebody? Anyway. It's Nate Sudfeld. Nate, Su- Nate Sudfeld. Nate. He, he deserved an opportunity to get Nate. Play. We wanted to get Nate. Yeah. You know, we, you know, he deserved. We didn't deserve an opportunity yeah, to win. He deserved an opportunity yeah. to play. Yeah. Forget the other thing, time. They didn't deserve opportunity to win. Competitive game. <laughs> yeah. So they yeah. take him out of a competitive game. They pretty much tank. So... Everybody thinks, well, Howie Roseman has an agreement 
with Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson, nope, nope. Doug Peterson's gone. They fired Doug Peterson. So then we think, okay, they fired Doug Peterson. That means Carson Wentz is going to stay because Carson Wentz and, and Doug Peterson didn't get along. No, no. Then Carson Wentz gets traded. Now they're sitting there with the sixth pick in the draft, which they apparently tanked for. Now instead of, they like Zach Wilson, <laughs> but instead of going up towards Zach Wilson, they go further away from him. That's yep. like your, that's like your boy. Right. That's like your boy who's like, you know what? I really like her. Hey, man, why don't you go talk to her? No, I'm going to go home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm going to settle for I'm going to settle for her friend. I really like her, but I'm going to settle for her friend instead. What are you doing? Yeah, but you know what, what are they Listen, doing? It, and I I also want to point out that I think they're the only franchise, only uh, sports franchise in North America, nor, uh, yeah, Canada, I got you too, and Mexico. Only one in North America that has a championship in the last 5 years has a statue commemorating that championship, and everybody in the statue is gone already. They're all gone. Philly yeah. Special. No, that, that's, they, that's, they that's, fa- that's fascinating. Right. That Philly Special was temporary, like the McRib or something. Um, look, we got to go to break because um, we got company coming soon, and I want to pivot on the other side of it. I'll, I'll, I will withhold judgment on Philadelphia for now, only because Why? I want to see who they end up with at 12. Only because I want to see who they end up with at 12 because – Okay, look, if they end up with Micah Parsons or at wide receiver, look, it's a deep wide receiver group. Maybe it's not Jamar yeah. Chase. Maybe they're out of Chase range. But if, what if it's Jalen Waddle? What if it's uh, it Devontae Smith? What if he ends up falling? So if they still get a, a, a blue chip type receiver or okay. a, a linebacker where they haven't drafted it forever, then I, I think I'll look at this trade a lot differently. Um, Mike, if they I'm, excited. I'm excited. I'm excited about what San Francisco is going to do. I'm fearful for what Philadelphia is going to do. San Francisco's going to get, San Francisco's going to get it right. Philadelphia is about to mess it up. They're going to mess it up. Okay. And I can't All wait right. to talk about I, it. I, listen. It's going to be a train wreck. I think there's a lot of Eagles fans that agree with you on that one. But 6-12, they, they didn't get out of the first round. They didn't go to the back end. I mean, 6-12 is like, maybe it's back. the same thing. Maybe they're like, hey, here's this group of players that's you never know. You hey, bro. Hey, hey, the roots are here. You want to move up? You want to move up? Can I upgrade you? Now nah, it's going to go back. <laughs> Let's go move back here. I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear better. Let me just hang out here. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. And we defend these bad bills, like HB2, SB202. And all we ask is for her to be able to see them sign a bill that is signing our rights away. And you arrested her. She did not touch anybody. She did not say any slanderous words to any of these, any of these standards 
But you're going to tell me that you arrested a sitting state representative for nothing. She didn't do anything but knock on the governor's door. I'm done. I'm so done. I'm so done. Protect and serve who? Protect and serve who? Protect and serve the Georgians. Because she knocked on the door. You just arrested a state representative. I'm done. You know, there's, there's not a whole lot more that needs to be said. Yeah. Uh, she's all of us right now, and that it's, it feels like a new low. And she's referring yeah. to uh, Democratic State Rep Park Cannon. Uh, as she was knocking on the door as Governor Brian Kemp signed a voter suppression law, voter suppression bill, uh, she was pulled out of the state capitol. She just wanted to see him sign it. Um, yeah. <clears throat> you know. Yeah. It's uh, it's not it's not it's not John Lewis. Uh, um, it's not the Edmund Pettus Bridge. But it's 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 reminiscent in some respects. Uh, Joe Biden just released a statement. Um, not too long ago, and I'll, I'll read it to you. He says, "This is Jim Crow in the 21st century." It must end. He goes on to say, we have a moral and constitutional obligation to act. I once again urge Congress to pass the For the People Act and the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act to make it easier for all eligible Americans access the ballot to access the ballot box and prevent attacks on the sacred right uh, to vote. Um, and so, <clears throat> do we have, uh, you know what, Gary, let's play what Joe Biden had to say at his press conference yesterday. He did his first press conference. Okay. Um, he, he said something yesterday. He said, uh, he said it was un-American. Joe Biden said it was un-American. Yeah. Right. And I, I, wanna, I, wanna, I want us to retire that phrase, un-American. Why? I want us to retire it. Why? Because it's dishonest. It's dishonest at this point. Everything we are seeing is wholly American. Everything the GOP is doing is absolutely American. Um, the irony is that this is in reaction to an election being, quote unquote, stolen. But obviously, there's no evidence of voter fraud. So I get to that momentarily. But yeah, let's get this to country that. was We're built get to on that theft. Too. Yep. This, this, this country was built on theft. It was built on theft. It was built on the theft of land. It was built on the theft of black bodies. People? Yeah. Uh, uh, yes. It was built on theft. Um, it's completely American to suppress the right to vote. Because Republicans know that when we, when we don't vote... They win. That's their game plan. Yes. And this idea of voter fraud was never, it was never, voter fraud was always a dog whistle. Election fraud was always a dog whistle. It was always coded language. And it has been. All it really was. It has been. It has been for years. years. It's just just a, a, and I don't know why they feel the need to be politically correct, because their actions aren't, 
But it's just their way of saying these black people in these democratic cities are up to no good. And, they and shouldn't be voting. Time I've said, I've said, I've said a, yeah. Can I just have a 20-second timeout just to interject, by the way, before we get too nostalgic, I'm not saying you're doing this, but I, I know some people, because it's so blatant now and it's so obvious and over the top, some people might say, hey, I miss the moderate Republicans, the, the, the modern-day rhinos from the, the, the far right, calling rhinos Republicans in name only. Let me just point out that George Bush, George H.W. Bush, and George W. Bush also used this dog whistle. So this has been going on for a long time. I just want to point that out yeah. before we start yeah. saying, no. before we start romanticizing the Republican Party of right. yesteryear, it, right. it happened then too. Well, right, but, but that's what I'm saying. And, and I've said this a few times that the, you know, the idea of this election being stolen is so hypocritical. You know, a free and fair election feels like fraud when you set it up to rob people <laughs> of their right to vote. It feels right. like fraud You're supposed to, them. to win it because it's so right. foreign. This, 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 this right. is not how this is supposed to work. <laughs> so I'm gonna really love it when the uh, you know when when the ID requirements for absentee ballots. When that doesn't stop us from voting, I'm gonna really love it when the fewer ballot boxes, when that doesn't stop us from voting, because I, I love to know what, what they're gonna do next. But as they say, it's the it's the no food and water thing for me. That's the one. Like what the other it? stuff, what's the logic? They could kind of hide behind it. The logic is the same black people that we for a form of voter suppression is to have you standing in line all day. The same black people that we got standing in line, let's not make it comfortable for them. So, so if you need, if, if this weren't clearly an attack on it's black awful. people voting, it's awful. That part of it right there, the food and water, that right will break fine. We'll bring our own. But nonetheless, that right there is the direct, that is the point where you say, wait, what is this really about? And it's about what it's always been about. They don't want us voting. Full stop. They don't want us voting. And so stop saying it's un-American. It is American. It's very American. Just as the attack on the Capitol was American. Just as police brutality is American. Just racism in and of itself is American. Accept it. And once we accept that, we can continue. We can, maybe more people can get in on this fight to fixing it. Because there are people fighting this. And we're going to win this fight. Thanks to Stacey yeah. Abrams and others. They're not, they're, they're not going to win. The Decepticons are not going to win. You know? Well, the, the, the good guys will win. Cobra's not going to win. But it's just, it's so, to, to see them hurry this bill yesterday for Brian Kemp to sign it the same day as, as, the, as the House, Georgia House and Senate passes it, Brian Kemp signs it. It's just, it's so transparent. And to act it's like, you know, it goes back to the, this is not, it's, I'm basically saying that this is not who we are. It's, it's, Un-American is the same as saying this is not who we are. This is very American. Yeah, we have to this, stop this, saying this that. This is who we are. We, su- we, have we to stop suppress saying people's that right to vote. We, don't, we, 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 want, we want fewer people voting, not more. Yeah, if we're going to keep saying this is not who we are, then this whole notion of a reckoning, which has not happened, by the way, this whole uh, notion of a reckoning can't happen if you're going to deny the obvious, which is, yes, this is who we are, this is who we've been, and we got to stop doing this to dismantle uh, these systems that we're talking about. But the irony, you use the word irony, and I think you used it very well, 
let me just add another layer of irony to this, that Brian Kemp, of all people, would be the one who would sign this bill into Georgia law when Brian Kemp, right. his very existence governor, <laughs> his, his very existence as governor of Georgia is in yeah. question. That's yeah. what led to this, this, this yeah. great drive by Stacey Abrams and others. I just don't want to focus on Stacey Abrams. Yeah, give her, give her her props. Mm-hmm. But there are others on the ground, grassroots, who said, oh, no, we can't stand for this anymore. We can't stand for this. But there were many, there were hundreds of thousands, no exaggeration, of of votes that were were suppressed during that race for governor between Brian Kemp and Stacey Abrams. So the fact that he says, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, we got to know what's going on here, uh, that's so disingenuous. Also, to say the alarming, his quote, the alarming voting issues in 2020 are really like what? You really want to, hey, let, let's step up. Let's, let's, let's specify them. You had your Republican Secretary of State who said, no, we don't see any issues in 2020. So when, when Donald Trump called the Secretary of State and said, hey, man, we need some votes. I need you to find me votes. You counted, two, you counted two, three times in Georgia. How many recounts in Georgia? Ten? How many were there? Right. And all of a sudden, there are right. alarming issues. So which one is it? Donald they Trump didn't need evidence. Which it one wasn't is about it? Hold on, what's that? It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't about fraud. It wasn't about. They didn't need evidence right. of voter fraud. It was just all they needed to do was sell the idea of voter fraud. As Dominion voting, as Fox News about that. It was about selling the idea of voter fraud to perpetuate the notion that these black folks is out of control. They're running them up. They're ruining our country. They're stealing our country because they're voting illegally. That's all. That net. It was about the narrative. It was never about the facts. That narrative helps this system, is the gas that, that continues to light the fire that keeps this system burning. Mike, is that narrative Mike, by the that way, we have to be controlled? By the way, in wink, wink, uh, unrelated news, guess who's up for re-election next year? Brian Kemp. Brian Kemp. So, we know what, we know what this yeah. is about. We know what this is about macro, and we know what it's about uh, micro. Like, like like many politicians, but especially politicians of this ilk, it's about self-preservation. So they're trying to hook themselves up and, and they're trying to steer the system and, and create an atmosphere that is conducive to them and, and not for people who they don't believe are worthy of a democracy. They really don't believe yeah. in democracy. They believe in, in, in setting up a political landscape that just favors them. And people like them and nobody else. Yeah. It's simple. Well, but you're right. Uh, this hopefully, con- By the way, hopefully Congress does the right thing on, on the federal level. Yeah, you ahead, mentioned Dominion. You mentioned Dominion. You want to uh, just, just uh, bring that up real quick? Dominion versus Yeah, Congress. I mean, we got a... Uh, yeah, if you want to make a point on that, we got our company waiting for us. Um, but absolutely. Um, drop the mic on that, Big Mike. Well, I just, I, I just want to point out that uh, Dominion has come up with a multi-billion dollar suit, uh, over a billion dollars, against Fox for really making Dominion out to be uh, this joke, making Dominion out to be this, this, uh, this system that is pro-Joe Biden, that has, that threw the election in favor of Biden and against Trump. And so what's going to be so interesting about this 
Mike, is that they, they have to prove, and this is really going to be tough, they're going to have to prove, Dominion I'm talking about, they're going to have to prove that Fox acted with malice, intentionally malicious and reckless. Reckless, mm-hmm. yes. There's no question, it's reckless. It's re- they, kept, yeah. they kept throwing it out, throwing it out, host after host. And, and a couple of them, a few of them were named by Dominion in this suit. Host after host, letting Donald Trump come on uninterrupted and release his bile about the election and all these things, these unfounded rumors. And way out there, by the way, mid, uh, forgetting to point out that Dominion voting systems were used in red states where Donald Trump oh, won that's... overwhelmingly. <laughs> you so how let, you, oh, don't, let the, don't, can, don't, don't let the facts get in the way of a good story. Don't let the down-ballot success of the Republican Party get in the way of this. No, yeah. no, 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 how no, can no. Dominion, you focus on all the wrong details, Michael. How can Dominion details. have some connection to Hugo Chavez and Joe Biden in Venezuela and then also be the, 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 the system that records great victories for Donald Trump? How can both things be true? So we'll see what happens. I, I don't know if, if they'll be able to prove the case. I think just uh, common sense tells you that they should have a case. And they want a jury trial on this, too. They want a jury involved. Yeah. Common sense tells you that they should be able to win it. We'll see what actually happens. But I look forward to, uh, I look forward to this case. Same. Looking forward to uh, kicking it with our boys. They didn't messed up. They got two of America's most wanted in the same place at the same time. Vinny Goodwill, Karen Phillips. It's about to be a party for real. Oh, yeah. We're going to do this. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Hey, Terrence, so you, you said you have you have Rondo's rookie card in your wallet still? Yeah, right? yeah, I want to see it. Can I show it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Please. Uh, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still. Let's see that. Oh, let's go. Still got it. <laughs> got to get him to autograph it. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. Nah, so, yeah, I've, I mean, had it since, I've had it since eighth grade, seventh grade, something like that. Seventh grade, I think. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, the, it, he must be a really special player to you then. This isn't, you don't carry around anybody. Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, somebody gave it to me. So, the story is somebody gave it to me, and then I had made the A team for my travel team. And I was like, they gave it to me that day, and I made the A team. And I was like, man, it got to be because of this card. So, I kept the card, and I just kept getting better and better at basketball. I'm like, oh, it's because of this card. I'm going to the NBA, definitely. Oh, and I just had it in my wallet ever since. It's like, good luck, John. 
Terrence Mann must not be a real card collector. I mean, that's a great story, but can't keep the rookie card in your wallet. I mean, it's, you know, devaluing it. Um, speaking of favorite players, my two favorite players at the same time, Vinny Goodwill, Karen Phillips. Uh, I'm just going to sit back and enjoy this. Before we get to, like, trade deadline, um, you know, and maybe Shaka Smart, there's so many places we can go with you guys. Uh, we were just talking about voter suppression in Georgia. Wanted to give you guys opportunity. Um, if you guys want to, if you guys want to weigh in, I know you guys have thoughts on that as well. Karen, you want to get a, get a take in before we move on to some uh, trade deadline stuff? Yeah, I mean, I think you you the way you brought it up was spot on, calling it American um, because everything about what we've seen happen in Georgia over this past week um, has been exactly the way it it should go, given to the playbook. You have to remember that when voting started in this country, um, people that looked like us were considered to be three-fifths of a human being. And that I believe only 9% of Americans voted in the first presidential election because you had to be a white man that owned property. So from jump, (laughs) the rules (laughs) were set up, even if you were white. So to think that something like this would happen in 2021 is totally on brand because... When Democrats win um, elections of cause that have great effect, we take time to celebrate. When Republicans lose those elections with great effect, they strategize and all they can think about is revenge, which is what you saw from Brian Kemp and what we will see next year in 2020 when these midterm elections come around. Because if we're being honest, those are more important than possibly 2020 was in itself. Yeah. Detroit's finest. I can just sum it up like this, y'all. Progress don't come without payback. And this is payback. And we always have to be on guard. We always talk about um, the price of what we have to do as far as whether it's marching, whether it's all the work that Stacey Abrams is doing. We're not doing this stuff to progress. We're doing this stuff to prevent the oncoming onslaught of what's coming on the back end of this because progress doesn't take a break. You know, revenge doesn't take a break from this. They don't take this line down. So we have to be just as much on guard uh, moving forward as we were when we were pushing for progress. So this is why progress has been so slow for us, For the, you know, from Jim Crow, Reconstruction, Civil Rights, everything else. It's been because there's so much, uh, so much en- energy for the opposition. Yeah, it, great, great points, fellas. And, and, you know, you look at it, Mike, and, and uh, Karen and, and Vinny, it's always it's a cycle in American history. Anytime there's the appearance of progress, what comes back is, is some some vi- cultural violence from the other side. So just for, uh, here's a recent example. Barack Obama wins in 2008. Everybody's excited. We're having balls all over D.C. <laughs> Jay-Z's there. Beyonce's there. And right after inauguration in 2009, what do you have? You have a plot, uh, a meeting in D.C. There's a book written about this, a meeting in D.C. by conservatives who say, how do we get this back? How do we push back? And you know what you have the birth of? The Tea Party. So this is this is consistent with movements in American history. Anytime you have any type of progressive push, you're going to have a push back. And that's what we see right now. Yeah, both both uh, both of us, both sides see ourselves as the resistance uh, in our own way. Uh, all right. Hard turn to, to the NBA trade deadline. Hard turn. Real, like hard right. Yeah. <laughs> NBA trade shot. deadline. 
Because Vinny, I got yeah. Full stop. Better turn. <laughs> with the blinker. With the blinker. Um, Vinny Goodwill. I know you, you you recapped it over at Yahoo, man. Um, but tell me your favorite trade. And the reason I say favorite is because I think Carr and Phillips made. Uh, I, I don't want to steal your thunder about a certain person going to a certain city with a certain level of nightlife, Karn. I'll let, you, I'll let you make that joke yourself. What was your favorite trade, though, Vinny Goodwill? Mine was on the back end of that. <laughs> Mine was Rajon Rondo <laughs> going to the Clippers, not Lou Williams going to Atlanta, but I, I think we've yeah. all, we all know that the Clippers need a point guard. And they need a point guard in the worst way. And we need to do whatever we can to ensure that Paul George does not trip over himself in the playoffs because he's asked to do too much. Because then we're going to hear the Paul George excuses. We're going to hear the Paul George press conferences. We're going to hear everything from Paul George about why it's everybody else's fault. I really don't want to hear that this year. I really want to see the Clippers with no excuses. You fired Doc Rivers, and now you got a point guard. Now you can't say that Lou Williams and Trez aren't big enough for prime time and all they give you is empty calories. Well, now you got a guy who averages four points and four assists, and you're saying that he's going to lead you to glory. I want to see how this works when Rajon Rondo <laughs> tells Kawhi Leonard what he should do or where he should go. That's going to be so <laughs> very interesting to me. I'm talking about the people part of this business because y'all know Rajon Rondo will tell Jimmy Butler, Dwayne Wade, anybody in anywhere what they can do. And he will, yeah. with negative box scores and win shares and everything else, will look Kawhi Leonard dead in his face and tell him, you go stand over there. <laughs> and they thought it was bad last year, Karen. Oh, <laughs> they thought they had locker room drama last year. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, see, but it's not so much the Lou Williams back in Atlanta. And look, we can make Automatic City, strip club, look, wing jokes we want to. But that part of the trade with Vinny was breaking down, what I didn't understand was I was like, wait, so the dude who played in the same arena as y'all, y'all let go to Atlanta first and then y'all are bringing him back when y'all could have just went down the hallway and got him the whole time when he was the piece that y'all needed from jump. If I'm Rondo... I'm pissed that I had to move across the country and now I got to move right back. Like I'm on the phone. Like, can I get my lease back? Um, wherever he was living before, like you got to call the movers. You got to move everything back. Now it was cool. Cause you still got the same dry cleaner and you probably moving back to the same neighborhood. You know where things are, but I'm just like, what was the point of letting him go three times on away when you could have just stayed there the whole time when he he filled the void that everyone knew that y'all needed. So, look, I'm happy Lou Williams is home because, look, listen, that is South Gwinnett's finest. I get it. I'm happy for him. But, like, the Clippers, what are y'all doing? Like, y- y'all wasting air miles for no reason. Now, see, <laughs> it makes sense, though. Karin, it makes sense. You know, Rondo had to get his money first. I th- he probably had a deal with Ty Lue. Let me go get my money. Oh, y'all not going to pay me two, two years, $15 million at this stage of my career? I'll go to Atlanta, come get me at the deadline. Maybe Atlanta will buy me out, get my money. Then I'll come back to a contending team. It was all, and it's, it's all working. But let, let me ask you this, because I've been going back and forth with Michael Smith on this for a while. Uh, Vinny, start with you. Like right now, I know it's going to change. It's in March. It's late March, almost April. Right now, if you got to call it NBA champion, you can't say the Lakers, because I saw what you wrote. Hey, people making deals because they're not afraid of the Lakers, these injured Lakers. Who do you like right now as your favorite for the NBA championship? So if you're asking me, 
to say who's going to win, and it's not the Lakers, if you're asking me to assign a favorite, you're going to ask me to go against everything that I believe in, everything that, that, I, that I hold dear as far as my, my basketball intellect and my basketball fundamentals and my basketball principles. Say the Brooklyn Nets, man. <gasps> He's right. Ben Simmons, ben Simmons can't shoot, won't shoot. Ooh. Milwaukee's got Ooh. to show me, and I want to see Miami. Ones. I want to see Miami. Oh, Ben Simmons can't shoot, won't shoot. You, at some point, he's going to have to, you know, when, when teams load up on him and everything else, like, you're going to have to do that. Denver, Denver is really, really enticing. Like, that's the tough one that I would say. But in the end, if we're talking about star power and you're telling me that Kevin Durant is healthy and you're telling me that Kyrie Irving is sane and you're telling me that James Harden is there, then those three big jokers, no disrespect to Michael Smith and his underbidding, yes, you, you take – when you got the big jokers, you got the winning hand. Oh, please, yeah, I please, please. I ain't never underbid jokers, dog. I mean, like, stop. Okay, I'm not going to let that – Karen, go ahead. Take it away. <laughs> it's, it's the same way because, like, look, it, 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 it's, it ain't the Utah Jazz. It ain't Denver. Uh, and Vinny was on the phone earlier this week talking about this. Look, I will never in my life believe in a team in which the center has a better jumper than the point guard. So it's not going to be Philly. <laughs> and in terms of Milwaukee, like... I like how you put Milwaukee, that. Milwaukee. Like, I like how you put that. It, it's just, that's just basic basketball one-on-one. Like, that just doesn't even out. And then in Milwaukee... He hates Ben Simmons. He hates Ben like, Simmons. Look, Bud, Bud is still the coach, right? I don't care if you added P.J. Yeah. Tucker or if Giannis got better. Bud is still the coach. And the defending, def- uh, the defending defensive player of the year is still on record for being like, why would I ask to guard Jimmy Butler in the playoffs? So I don't believe in Milwaukee. In the summer, I think it's an old tweet somewhere. I, I said it to somebody. The road to the, the championship in the East was going to go through Brooklyn or is going to go y'all, through Miami. And nothing has changed. Is Brooklyn or is going to be Miami? Philly. What? Best team in the ball, Philadelphia. Okay, okay. And watch what's going to happen. Karin got... Karin I can't wait. He got okay. trust issues. That's what he's saying. I can't wait when y'all come on. Hey, listen. No, 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 no. You say you don't trust these teams, and that's understandable. I don't. No, but it's I, not I just it. like, you don't. You don't trust Simmons and his jumper. You don't trust Budenholzer. You don't trust Giannis. I, I get it. You, you I'm not and it's not. It's not trust based off emotion. It's trust based off fact. I got and you. trust based on when I've seen them be in the spot to step up. They feet got corns on them and bungins, and they don't want to move their toe. So, I mean, it is what it is. I'm going to extend the invitation right now. Invitations open, uh, Eastern Conference Finals, Eastern, Con- uh, Eastern Conference Semifinals. What all Ben Simmons needs to do is hit one. Don't let him hit one. Don't let him hit a three, Karin. You know then what, he'll be like, what, oh, wait you know a minute. You know what this is? I got a two-year-old nephew, right? And everybody tells me, that my two-year-old nephew can do everything that we think he can't, right? Like, oh, yeah, he's smart. <laughs> he can say all these different things. But when he get around you, he get quiet. That's Ben Simmons. Everybody <laughs> tell us Ben Simmons, he can do all these. It's just a choice. Take my word for it. Take my word you take, for it. Take my, I'm not calling Ben Simmons a toddler. 
maybe his jumper is, but I'm saying you're going to have to show me <laughs> talk before I believe that you can talk. There's another Dave Chappelle skit that I would like to say, but we can't say it, you know, because it's FCC Airways where he was talking about being on jury duty and talking about, you know, R. Kelly. Like, I would love digital. to bring yeah. that analogy up. <laughs> uh, yeah, digitally. Yeah. Ben Simmons got a digital jumper. Right. right? Okay. <laughs> so unless, until he does that's, it, that's a hell I'm of not believing in right it. And then, and then on that's top of it, listen, I, I know this is His defense is dope. Give him that. Yeah, but absolutely. I know this is turning into the Bash Ben Simmons episode, <laughs> I, which I've it rightfully is. I've noticed. But... Like, me and Vinny have had this conversation before, and this is my issue with Ben Simmons. When he was at Mount Verde Academy, we were like, oh, this guy's amazing. The only question mark in his game was his jump shot. He goes to LSU. He's with Johnny Jones. He's a number one pick, and Ben Simmons amazing his one year. The only question we had then was his jump shot. Now he's a multi-time all-star. He is a franchise leader with, with, with uh, Joel Embiid. And every year, what do we have a one question about? Ben Simmons' jump shot. That shows me that somebody doesn't want to work at their craft. Because the one huge flaw that we all can see in your game, you refuse to work at it. And if you are working at it behind the scenes at practice, you refuse to show it to us when it matters. That shows me that I'm sorry to say it, but where I'm from, your heart pumps Kool-Aid. I'm not trusting in that dude or that team. All right. Mm. Strong words. Okay. Once upon a time, we felt a lot of people used to feel the same way about Harden in Houston. Uh, now he's in Brooklyn. Now three of us see what the Nets are. One of, them, one of us still is in denial. Um, we'll see. I want to ask, though, after the Rockets shipped off Victor Oladipo, for pennies on the dollar and a pick swap with the heat, like, I guess. Now, when you look at what they got, no players to show for it, but they got now nine picks, five picks and four swaps, I believe, is, is, the, is the number. Am I right, Vinny? I guess not. At, yeah, and, and, they, and they could have still had Carlos Levert. So when you look at the trade, and obviously they were in a tough spot, Harden had his, his heart set on Brooklyn. Okay, four picks, five picks, four picks, first rounders, five first round pick swaps. I beg your pardon. No players to speak of. And 20 games of Oladipo now that he's in Miami. It's like, did the Rockets, could, could they have bungled this any worse? Or was that the best they were going to be able to do, given that James Harden was going to go one place and one place only? In the spirit of my t shirt that I'm wearing, uh, you know, Stevie Wonder and Marvin Gaye. It won't be a reference to them, but it will be a Motown reference. You take you traded David Ruffin for a whole bunch of ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis's. Ain't nobody coming to see none of these dudes. All right. Now you could have gotten Karis Levert, yeah, but you know who else you could have gotten? The guy that we just got finished bashing, Ben Simmons. And I think Ben Simmons would be a much better franchise player centerpiece than he is as a number two if I'm Houston and I could have gotten Ben Simmons, I make that trade, even though we said all the things that we've said and cracked all the jokes that we cracked. You'd much rather have Ben Simmons than all those picks and pick swaps and, you know, all these other things. Maybe the nerds wouldn't have liked it, but for ball players, yeah, absolutely. So for Houston, they're just in the K Cunningham sweepstakes. They are in a position where they are asking the league, 
rig the draft for us. We are begging you. You have we have seen what you have done for New Orleans. We have seen what you have done for Cleveland in the past. Lord, please do that for us. That is what Houston is trying to do. <laughs> they are trying to get the number. They are doing Sierra's prayer and Sister Jean's prayer and mixing it all together in one to try to give my Lord and Savior. Please give us Kay Cunningham. See. Here's the th- here's the thing that no one's talking about in this draft. I mean, or in, in in this trade, why does no one want Victor Oladipo? I have never seen a two-time All Star get That's traded this of, many times. I think this is his 15, right? That's a lot Fifth of teams he's been on. Like at some in point, like eight years, Victor Oladipo needs to look in the mirror and be like, "It's me, not y'all. What am I doing wrong?" Because nobody wants this dude. They didn't want him in Indiana. His teammates was giving him up, talking to the media. And he came out, I would never ask another team, uh, can I play for y'all next year? Like, bruh, like, if, if a reporter reports this story with sources, he ain't lying. Unless he worked for Fox News. Um, <laughs> it didn't work out in OKC. <laughs> it didn't work out in Orlando. Like, Vic, I don't know what's up, baby, but hey. Hey, hey, Jimmy Butler ain't going for that nonsense, though. He, he, whatever, whatever he think he was pulling off anywhere else, yeah. Jimmy G. Butler is not going for the okie doke there. Neither is Spo or Pat Riley. So him being a number three or number four option there, Miami can get to the finals. It, it, we're going to find out hey. if, 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 G, if Jimmy's going to get Victor right. Oh, because, look, let's just be honest. This could be his last stop. Like, if you can't get this right in Miami – with those guys, like, where else do you go? Because your price tag yeah. is already plummeting. Like, what do you do if this doesn't work out in Miami? The Wizards. There's always the Wizards. Hmm. Yo, real talk. We I, we I didn't get this right. Because um, we, we up against the clock and we got to let y'all go. Karen, excuse me. Karen, are you around next Friday? Yes. Can we do this again next Friday? Because I honestly, I feel like we barely, I feel like we barely got started. I feel like the I mean, like I would love, Michael. I, I think you would agree. I love to do this with the two of y'all again. Like we like Vince yeah, always I mean, do this on Friday. Like let's yeah, do this, sure. let's do this four way again. We didn't like, we didn't get to hug. Y'all want to hug on the top of the roof like a boomerang when when Tyler's hey, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, penthouse was smoking. When the chicken was burning. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. With, I with, mean, we never. Hey, am I, <laughs> like, we, we never got the car in with the DMs open. We never talked about that. Exactly. We never talked about coming to America. His 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 shirt with the, like nice nice little Tony Montana look. You know, hey, listen. Hey, hey, you know, hey, hey guys. Scooter, you, know. you hey Scooter, you got it together today, bro. Yeah, you know, hey, you know, it's Friday, guys. Scooter, I got some white. I got some white Hey, Wait, you just called him Scooter? Single? Remember living single? Scooter? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say, I thought there was a story behind that. I was like, oh, wait, that's for next time. Very <laughs> 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 good, Will. Carl Phillips, we appreciate y'all. Thank you. <laughs> Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com. 
T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. All right, let's sneak in a comment before we get going. This is on the subject of you being so adamantly opposed to Kyle Lowry being called the greatest Raptor ever. Darren points out, franchise leader in three points made and three points attempted. Assists, steals, win shares, offensive and defensive win shares. Vorp, value over replacement player. Uh, playoff games played, second in games played and minutes played, and the points, third in rebounds. I mean, come on, man. What else What, what right. else the guy need? So, so, Darren, is he the greatest Raptor ever, yes or no? That, let, let, that, let's, yes. Let's That's table. Saying, yes. Hey, let's table Vorp. Yeah. Is he the greatest Raptor ever? Yes or no? Okay, Nick. I love you, Darren. Appreciate All right, let's move. Hey, before we go, let's talk about our plans for this weekend. Um, see this, Michael? I got a popcorn maker. I'm not even a popcorn guy like that. But, dog, I got, you got to come over. I don't know if I'm going back to the theater, if, even when I get vaccinated and we can. I just Word. got some dope theater seats. Can I flex for a minute? I got some yeah, go dope flex. theater seats. Go ahead, flex. Delivered to the crib yesterday. Hey, man, you're rich. Me man, and my rich. daughter. Go ahead. Go ahead. We, about to, <laughs> we about to go watch Falcon and Winter Soldier. I, I, I avoided spoilers. I did not. That's, that's the. I got to decorate the basement. Bruh, I lo- yeah. I'm loving my seats, man. That, bruh. You need. So I'm about to sit back and I'm watching Falcon and Winter Soldier. And then tomorrow, between my son's basketball games, I know you're going to be watching, too. Watching um, Becker and Page. I cannot wait to watch Beckers and Page. Beckers and Clark, excuse me. Beckers and Page. Yeah, yeah. Page, Beckers, and Caitlin Clark. I'm watching Iowa versus UConn at 1 o'clock tomorrow. Cannot wait to watch that game. So that's where I'm going to be posted up all weekend is in my basement. Watching. Uh, First of all, two of the best players in basketball and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. You have to let me know. You have to let me know what your popcorn, what your popcorn game is, and how that's turning out. But decor wise, I'd like to see you get some Marvel. So you get to get some framed Marvel posters down there. So get, you know, in game, get in game framed up like some of the like you go to the theater, and they have coming up. You know those uh, the posters? theater yes. posters. Yes, yes. Get one of those coming soon. I need posters. Hook that yes, up. Absolutely. Some of your favorite posters. movies. Yes. Yes. Boomerang. Yes. Black Panther. Yep. Yeah. No, that's a good idea. Like I'm decorating like a movie you like? What's a terrible movie you like? Departed? Get a Departed one. I don't know who's worse. Who, who has worse movie taste? You or Torrey? <laughs> hey, Iowa, UConn, though, for real. Who you got? Uh, I'm, going with, got I'm, going with, I'm going with Iowa, man. Nah. Okay, nah. cool. I got, I got Caitlin Clark. I, got, I, think, I think Clark gets the better of Becker. Caitlin Clark's dope. And she's going to score, but she's not going to score enough for her to win again. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... 
I got a charcoal mask. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? <clears throat> Hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed.